Hey everybody, Jeff Antoniak here, Digging Deeper Jazz. Welcome to the video today. Uh, this video, as all the videos, for all instruments, yes, I'm playing saxophone, but we're gonna be covering for all instruments. And today, I wanna talk about modes suck. You know they do. If you ever tried to teach them when you tried to learn them, it's a confusing thing. And that's what I wanna demystify. I've had numerous, a big, big pile of emails stacking up on, geez, talk about modes and what they are and how they work and they're freaking me out and I'm so confused. So yes, let's do this. This is the video I wish I would have seen when I was 17 or 18 or 19 years old. That would have helped a lot for me um, and for all you adult amateurs out there who I'm talking to. I hope this will clear things up a bunch. So here's the thing. Modes are just scales. Like, so this weird, scary, scientific sci-fi word modes, like they're scales, okay? So there's seven different scales. Just that right there. Put your mind at ease. They're scales, okay? So that's what modes are. Um, here's the other thing. You don't need to know all of them. You don't need to know all of them. Um, I'm a big fan of digging deeper holes, right? The video name, I'm, I'm a fan of digging deeper holes. There's some of these that we're gonna use a lot. There are some that you'll use rarely or never, or you'll come upon them in a different way. So there you go. So already we're talking about seven scales, but I'm, there's some I'm gonna suggest just, yeah, don't worry about them for right now. So there's that. Um, and here's the biggest thing I wanna say is don't get all wrapped up with thinking about, oh, this is the third mode of this major scale, so now I have to calculate when the barometric pressure is such and such, and I count up three of the scale, or is it back three on the, eh, forget all that stuff. Let me put this sheet up on the, on the screen for you. So the important thing to know is that modes, our point of departure is major scales, right? So item number one there is the Ionian mode. Hey, guess what? You already know a mode. The Ionian mode is the first mode, C major scale, right? And here's the deal, starting at the very beginning. If we pile up notes in a chord on every note of the scale, so um, I'm to the right of item number one here, and if we just pile up chords in thirds, that's where most harmony comes from, piles of thirds, right? And if I pile up a triad, or in this case, a seventh chord, what do you get? Well, we see that the first mode of a major scale, the Ionian mode, is major. We get that major mode, right? When we pile up the notes from the C major scale on the second note, on a D, we get D, F, A, C. You can see that item to the right of number one, right? So it turns out when we then analyze what kind of chord is that, it turns out that it's minor, okay? And we go up the rest of the scales, three, in this case, is an E minor seven. And nobody said it should be, nobody de decreed back in the ancient Greek days that it should be, based on the science of a major scale, the third mode is minor. Doesn't matter what key, doesn't matter whether it's day or night, doesn't matter whether you're in Finland or Washington DC, it's all the same. And same, we go up, right? So the fourth mode is a major mode, F major seven, and we continue on. Okay, so that should be relatively easy to grasp. It's all based on a major scale. Yes, there are 12 major scales. Today, we're only talking about C major and its seven modes. So here's what this stuff sounds like. Here's the C major scale, Ionian mode. <laughs> 
Okay, there's your seven modes. I wouldn't suggest practicing that, them that way. It's good for your fingers. It's an interesting brain exercise. That's not gonna help you improvise or learn your modes, as far as I'm concerned, okay? So now here, here's an analogy. Uh, I know you love the analogies. Here's the analogy. Uh, wood, right? There are things that are made out of wood. A bookshelf is made out of wood. Um, a boat is made out of wood. A house is made out of wood. Do we sit around all day freaking out at those three modes of wood? That that bookshelf, like the bookshelf and the house are both wood and how are they connected? And no, we don't think about that. A bookshelf is its own thing. It looks like a bookshelf, it acts like a bookshelf. A boat is its own thing. We don't freak out that they're both made out of wood. Sure, if you're uh, an industrial designer, yes, or, or an interior designer, at some point you think about, yes, these are all made out of wood, they have this in common, so this means so on, right? We don't worry about that. We don't teach little kids the modes of wood. That's crazy, right? <laughs> Yet, that's how we teach modes of the major scale. Don't do that, don't do that. So on the sheet, you will see that under all the modes, item number one is the Ionian mode, item number two is the Dorian mode, et cetera, et cetera, I have the formula for the scales. Now, for some people, this will be more confusing. I'm here to say that nine out of 10 people find this to be much easier. I know I do. So if we look at item number two, the Dorian mode, yes, we can say that the Dorian mode is based on the C major scale. That is true. We can say that if we play the C major scale from D to D, from the second note to the second note, we get a Dorian sound. That is all true. That makes my head hurt, and that's why modes suck. Don't do it that way. Don't do it that way. Uh, I would prefer that you know the D Dorian scale as its own thing, because guess what? It's its own thing. The bookshelf is a bookshelf, the boat is a boat, okay? So Dorian is one, two, flat three, four, five, six, flat seven, eight, or one. The top note can be eight or one. Um, so there you go. So all you have to remember is the formula is that relative to a major scale, that's the important part, Dorian has a flat three and a flat seven. Well, guess what? Not only is that some you know little mathematical formula or memorization trick you have to do, but that actually tells you something about music. That tells you what makes something minor, that flat third especially, right? So that's how I want you to learn these formulas. I want you to know that the Mixolydian scale, also called the dominant scale, is a major scale with a flat seven. That's the money note. That's the one that's different, right? So I don't want you to think, when you're playing a G7, I don't want you to think G is the fifth note of what scale and counting backwards. And it's like, oh, I'm playing the C major scale from G to G. No, don't think about C. You're playing G dominant right now. Why would you be thinking the key of C major? Yes, I know there are some arguments about it. This is far simpler. You can just forget the other thing you're gonna come back to it. You'll use it one day. Yes, we will know that G is in the key of C major. G7 is in the key of C major. For right now, forget it. Don't do that, okay? So you can see I'm kind of adamant about this because man, I was trying to hold all this knowledge in my head. The two or three different ways of thinking about modes and by the way, 12 keys and everything else for years and it was so confusing. And I'm like super smart. You can ask me or my mom. She too will tell you how smart I am. So um, yeah. Uh, do it do it this way. Lots better. Now on the sheet at the top what I suggest is 
learning just a handful of these modes in the particular order. Learn your major scales, right? We all know that, so sure, that's the Ionian mode. I want you to learn the Dorian mode, also called the second mode, and the Mixolydian mode, the, the fifth mode. In that order, please. And when you do that, you can now play a 2-5-1. So now, if you're not familiar with 2-5-1s, you need to brush up. A couple videos ago on Digging Deeper Jazz, we dug into... Uh, two five ones. And again, talking about the modes, right? So um, those are the three most important modes. If you ask Jeff and you've listened this far, so I guess you're listening to Jeff today. Um, and on the sheet, I say, you know, Lydian is sort of a cool mode that you'll use some. And then I go on to say there's some that you can live a healthy life to a ripe old age and not have to worry about. So uh, I hope that's a little bit helpful. So now a couple questions that people ask. Um, like what is modal playing? Oh, I hear so much about modal playing. It must be hard or complicated or something. Well, you know, when I um, started off today, I played the Miles Davis tune, So What? I just improvised in Dorian. That song is a famous Dorian tune. It's 16 measures of one mode in one key, D minor. So uh, it's a modal tune because it doesn't have a lot of chord changes. It's, you know, when we play in one mode, it's a lot of one sound. So there's a particular vibe to it. So it feels different. So it's interesting that when we change the science or when we change our decisions, do I want two five ones or do I want more of a modal approach? In other words, more chords, two five ones, or less chords, a modal approach. The emotion is different. Do I want to use 15 colors in this painting or 500 colors or two colors? That changes things. Picasso's blue period felt different than the rest of his work because he limited his palette, right? So modal playing is simply that. It's having songs that stay in one mode. So for instance, could you play John Coltrane's Giant Steps modally? Not very well, because that song has so many chords moving so quickly, and most especially between different keys. There is no one mode that covers that song. That does not work. Okay, so that's, that's what modal playing is. So what's the big deal about modal playing? We, we hear it talked about so much. Well, okay, so the song I just played, So What, is off the album Kind of Blue. If you don't know it, if you don't own it, gotta have it. Go right now, hit pause, order the album, come back. Okay, good. Um, so it was such an important album in the history of jazz, certainly in Miles Davis's career and Bill Evans' career. So what's the big deal? It has this different sound. So that's it. So as jazz musicians, that's one of the very important periods of jazz that we talk about. So yes, knowing how to play modal music. Um, here's an interesting thing, and I would love to see your uh, comments below, on, especially on YouTube. Click over to YouTube. I'd love to see the comments there. Um, listen to the So What album and listen to the solos. Listen to Bill Evans' solo playing piano. Listen to Miles playing trumpet. Listen to Cannonball Adderley on alto. Listening, listen to Coltrane playing his tenor saxophone solo. To me, two of those guys were kind of hip to this modal approach. 
happened to be the guys that put together the album and wrote the songs, Bill Evans and Miles. When I hear Cannonball on there, by the way, one of my favorite uh, sax players of all time, Coltrane too, those guys are not playing modally so much. We hear them leaving the mode. We hear them playing this really uh, sort of pointed bebop in there. So it's interesting that it's a modal song, the most famous modal album of all time, yet Cannonball and Coltrane, to my way of thinking, were not playing modally, or at least as purely as Bill Evans and Miles. I want you to listen to that and uh, let me know if you agree or disagree. I'd love to hear what some of your favorite mobile mobile? Modal albums are. And of course, this is going to be a great resource for everybody. Go to YouTube, look at the comments, and if we have 100 people comment, we may have 100 or 200 uh, tracks or artists to check out. So I love the idea of that community and us all showing up and doing that. So um, there we go. That's a really, really quick... Uh, run through modal music. Now, when uh, later in 2018, when Jazzwire gets launched, this is the kind of stuff we're going to be doing together. Like, the YouTube videos are great, now you're off on your own, and good luck to you, <laughs> is sort of how this works. Uh, on jazzwire.net, it's going to be pretty great because uh, we'll be divided into groups, and there will be assignments, whether it's every week, every other week, and... Uh, we'll be able to bounce ideas off each other and post tracks. And uh, yeah, it, it's going to be fantastic. So I'm, I'm excited to see if this helps your thinking about modes. And now the main thing I want to say is don't get wrapped up on how the mode relates to its parents' major scale. I want you to learn each mode as its own thing, its own sound, with its own formula. When you're playing D Dorian, I don't want you thinking about C major. You may find yourself thinking about C major, and that's okay. But that's not how I want you to get there. Okay. So, uh, and I will say, because I uh, there will be questions about this. There's been some of the Digging Deeper videos on enclosures, or on upper neighbor tones, or lower neighbor tones, or, or uh, sharp 11 sounds, or you know all these different things. Is that modal playing? The answer is no. If we're playing D Dorian, Strictly speaking, you're playing D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D. Those are the notes. Uh, in Miles' solo on So What, on the Kind of Blue album, he plays two choruses, 64 measures. If I'm remembering correctly, he plays three pitches that are outside the mode. So of the couple hundred notes he plays, three were exceptions. One I remember was sort of a bluesy, flat five kind of lick. They sounded fantastic, but the point is he was really staying with the rules of modalism. So playing in closures, I do that when I improvise on this song, but that's getting outside of the uh, modal perspective. So I hope this helps. Uh, I really, really love the uh, questions that you've all been sending me. I have a list of about 75 <laughs> requested topics for, uh, for Digging Deeper Jazz, and they're all really, really good. There's so much great information, and I know you folks are loving how specific and hopefully how really distilled these videos are, cutting away just a whole lot of information that doesn't need to be here and answering a very specific question. So please send the requests, and, um, and I will get to them all, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, thank you for paying uh, attention here. Thanks for tuning in to Digging Deeper, and we will see you around. Take care.